Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome again to another episode of Horseshoes and Hand Grenades, the show that brings you the latest and greatest and odd and crazy news from all over the planet. This week on the show, we'll be practicing giving the news our news cadence, like we're doing the news on a normal news day when we're at the desk. And Gladys from accounting is telling us that we need to do better news because we don't have any money. But we do have some money because we have patrons and our patrons do us do us money. They do us money. They provide us financial security. Thank you, patrons, for your security. I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. I, we landed on the moon. By golly. <laughs> patrons. Patrons. I like that you call them patrons. I'm the host, Stephen, joined as always by the incredible other host, Smashy. She has money. Is that a chocolate coin? I would like it. It is, because Jacob has... So Chinese New Year's Saturday, we're going to Mm -hmm. an actual Chinese friend's house, and he made dumplings and all kinds of cool stuff, but they had a party at work today, and... We didn't party at work today. So it was real funny... Is this company has lots of money. And this, you're supposed to put money in it, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how much. But they they put a chocolate coin in there, which to a white people is clever, but everybody else is like, put a dollar <laughs> in there, man. Yeah, it's not going to hurt. But yeah. they'll be like, that would be like $2,000. And that's too much. Have you seen in this economy? You want us <laughs> to celebrate? That's the price people? of a carton of eggs. A carton of eggs, yeah, just about. What is what? Last time I bought eggs, it was ten bucks, because we have to get the eggs from the fancy chickens, uh, who can yeah, like, get their nails done the, and stuff. Get their nails. So okay, Jacob, this sounds so bougie, especially considering where we live. I keep hitting this. I apologize. I'm just gonna okay. Just Sorry. go ahead and smack it around a little bit. <laughs> smack my bike up. Anyway, there's a. He was like, you know what? We should, we should do one of those services where they they like pre-do your food. And I'm thinking like Jenny Craig, and I'm like, what you trying to say to me? <laughs> 1993 I called, curse, but I didn't because I'm not cursing. Ah, look at this. <laughs> um, but I ended up looking into it. It's it's a local place. There's a couple places like this, but they have a menu. They release it, and you go through and pick everything you want. They've got like entrees and breakfasts and like snacky stuff. And it was so for six entrees and a couple random stuff it was less than 200 bucks for the week for like the family style meals so they're supposed to feed like four people so i'm like okay two adults and a child that's basically four people right and then maybe like (laughs) some leftovers but i'm like for the entire week was like 185 bucks and i'm like i don't know that i could go grocery shopping for less than that so we're gonna try it yeah it's good then we're gonna try it for the month and see if we come out like ahead of actually grocery shopping like we'll still go get like snacky veggies oh, yeah. and stuff but like does it so it's dinners really is what we're talking about mostly but they've they've got lunch stuff and they've got breakfast stuff so you could you could get like a full day of stuff um like there was there's a parmesan and meatballs they had like chicken for people that like plainer stuff um and then they had like salmon quinoa cakes which we're gonna try um this like butternut chicken pasta then they had um carnitas stuff i don't know this desk is very noisy and i twitch so much and i'm just realizing that but yeah like so i got six days worth of meals and some fluffy stuff and 
Well, at least you mm-hmm. have it. It gets mailed right. to you. Like I gotta well, go to the yes. store and get it. They they will deliver it to you, but if you go pick it up and it's like ten minutes up the road and it's right next to a place oh. I go to all the time with William, they give you ten percent off. So I just like put that back in the tip. So even including the tip, it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're going so to get like, the food that you're going to cook yourself, but you tip them for the food. It's already that you cooked. Cook it's already. Oh, they cook it. Yeah, that's. I'm missing like half of the, kid- the content. Yes. Okay. No. So you you go. They've got it prepped in the containers, ready to go. Some of the stuff you can get frozen, like the soups and stuff, and you would just dump it in a pot and oh. heat it up, right? So everything you will just put in the refrigerator, then pull up, heat it up, and then heat it up. And but eat no, it they up. make everything fresh every week, so their menu changes every week, just depending on what they can get a hold of. So I thought that was kind of cool. Well, you'll have to let me know how that goes. Because yes. um, that sounds great. And I, right? I have found that if I don't have the groceries in the house, everything falls apart for me. Yes. We were successfully yes. eating nothing but good food for two weeks, and then Stephanie got sick. And then we missed a grocery pickup. And then we felt, we were like, oh, well, it's just one night. Let's just do the thing. And now I'm just, I'm sad. I am sad. Uh, because though I'm going to the gym... On the regular, I've learned that if the diet doesn't match the exercise, you might as well yeah. not do anything. Uh, you're po- it is, pointless. Yeah. It is funny how much, like, just because of money, I guess, that people push exercise. Because, I mean, it's, it's we should be moving, right? We, like, should, we should be walking yeah. miles a day. And, but and it doesn't lose you weight on its own. No. 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 It's good for you. Yeah, sure. My heart appreciates the cardio. Yes. But it's not going to put a dent in the 10-piece nugget meal. Mm, it uh, doesn't care. I know. They're so good. They're really... And you're like, oh, it's Chick-fil-A nuggets. They're better for you. They're not. They're not. Chick-fil-A <laughs> is a lie. It's not better for you. It's just different oil. It's the same problem. It's <laughs> grease. Up your butt and out your face. It's just the worst. Don't eat that way. I mean, don't put the food up your butt for coming out. You got this the reverse of the proper they did direction. A South Park episode on that. It was pretty gross. <laughs> of course they did. <laughs> New weight loss program. Put the food in your bum. Yeah, I don't that's... remember why they were doing it, but they ended up like pooping out their mouth. I'm like, that's not how that works. <laughs> it has worked that way. Did you ever hear about the lady who uh, whose stomach worked in reverse because it got backed up and everything was like a problem and stuff came out all the wrong ways? Look, don't look surprised. This is horseshoes and hand grenades. We probably reported on it 15 years ago. <laughs> Wait, so she shat out her mouth? <laughs> yeah. The ba- the stomach got all jacked up and then the, the material backed up through her face, like out her face. Take a face. Wait, so oh. she had feces? Yeah. Go in reverse from her colon out her mouth. Yeah. How? It's, I mean, the body does amaze. Life finds a way. Yeah, but like at some point there would have been crap in her stomach. Yeah, that was the problem. Like in her in the in the digestive tract, like. Mm-hmm. And then up the, like, so just like the peristolic action was like, back her up, baby. Yeah, that's the, that was the issue. That's what happened. So, you can sub, probably look it up. Find me this. <laughs> <laughs> sub, fact check. 
Find us some information. <laughs> Find me the thing that is very interesting and I are confused. Yeah, I are confused as well, but you know what? That's okay, because it is time for the factoid of the week. I wish I could hear that music when it plays. Like, I don't know. It doesn't even come through. Like, the audio listeners, I'm sorry. The Twitch stream is this really fancy, more than you know, uh, thing. And, like, music plays for them, but we don't hear it. And oh, I, really? So it's just silent? For me. Did you well, hear, it? hear it? See, well, we don't hear it. hear it. The audio Something listeners don't hear it either. It's probably really loud, too. Like, I have no idea what it's doing. I can see it. I can see it happening. See, yeah, like visually. Sub, sub here's the jingle. I don't know. We'll get our tech team on it. Um, tech team being me. Yeah, just, <laughs> I so, can help. I'm so exhausted being a technical subject matter expert uh, uh -oh. all day and all night and all my life. Uh, it's just exhausting. Yeah, you've got a career and you're appreciative, but you're just tired of being the one that knows the stuff. This sounds very egotistical. Like, leave... <laughs> Just, but trust me when I say I'm I'm not good at a lot of things. I have I'm not a horn Steven, tooter. Steven, my printer's not working. I don't I don't toot my horn. I don't. I'm not a horn tooter. I try to engage all of things with humility and to understand that I am no better than anyone else. But I'm a lot real good at figuring junk out that no one else wants to figure out. Uh, and I've been doing uh... a lot of that. A lot. I'm just a little. I'm not burnout. Like I wouldn't call it burnout. I just call it like my brain is so full of stuff. <laughs> so there's like the the cursory attempt, but then they're like, "Ah, eh, Stephen will do it." Yeah, but not by anybody I love and care about. Uh, who I hang out with. Just like there's other. Anyway, it's it's, it's great. Everything is. You get in everything. trouble when you invite your friends to the show, don't you? Because then you're <laughs> like, I can't say things. No, I but. Just no, none of my friends that know they're my friends that I appreciate and love to the moon, they they're, they know I'm not talking about them. But we, I'm not we really talking about anyone individually. Stuff. Well, yeah, I'm not talking. I'm not talking individually about anybody. Really, it's just you know things <laughs> and you're good at learning things, and then you have to be in. The, you have to control the things, and then you're like really excited that you have the answers, but at the same time you're really tired. Of like being the one everybody looks at with the answer, so you're so like, you need a vacation. Uh, what are like? What is that? <laughs> no, why don't you go to Disney World again? Disney World's floating raft. It's too much money. It's far too many dollars. Too many American dollars to go on that again. No, vacations are a thing of the past. Actually, I get more nervous on vacations. I have to. It has to be like a a week or longer, or I get. I don't. I don't properly diffuse like the in, the energy, the work energy doesn't disappear properly. I have to be gone for a while. I can't go like three Maybe. days and be like, I had a vacation. It's not real. No, that's not a vacation. That's a weekend. <laughs> yes, it's called a weekend. We have those frequently. <laughs> that's not no. <laughs> <laughs> no, Stephen I've, needs one. I've yes, heard Stephen needs a sensory chamber i've heard that those are actually really scary for people like because you feel you're alone with your thoughts and completely cut off from all senses it really you you don't know what to do with yourself in your brain <laughs> you just we would record steven and he would just be singing and talking to himself the entire time 
do 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 do. Welp, think I'm done here. Wiggling my toe. Do 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 do. So this is this is too. Hold on, factually of the week. Then I'll I'll tell you my 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 thing. Uh, factoid, in a traditional Chinese culture, the dragon typically embodies the qualities of power, nobleness, leadership, honor, luck, and success. In fact, the dragon, dragon is often considered the most highly revered zodiac animal of all time. What are you jingling over there? Uh, many, many years ago, it was even commonly thought that the emperors of enormous dynasties were reincarnations of dragons. I remember that. Sub was a reincarnated William was dragon. asking me if dragons were real today. I'm like, no. He's like, mm, I think they are. And I'm like, yeah. mm, you're three. <laughs> I think he's right, and I think you're wrong. Uh, I will fill his head with dragon nonsense uh, as soon as I see him. I'll be like, you know what? I've seen a dragon before. And he'll be like, <gasps> I can't wait to lie to him uh, with, <laughs> with great gusto. <laughs> Dude, that's so... Speaking of nephews, um, Stephanie and how we say Stephanie and Steven, it hurts my brain to not say you. So <laughs> Stephanie and I took the children to play tennis like what two weeks ago? Yeah, three weeks ago. Something like a, a length of time ago. Yeah, couple minute, couple couple weeks ago, and you know we just we played tennis till the children were very tired, and then we went and played at a park. So Sam. Apparently had this little journal entry about it. It was the cutest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I'm going to read it to you because (laughs) I'm just so tickled about it. Yeah. He said, yesterday I went to the tennis court. I owned my mom and my cousin. Even my aunt was impressed. Yeah. (laughs) I loved it. We even went to the small playground. And I'm like, I love that I'm the benchmark. Even my aunt was impressed. He owned his mother and William. But I was. I was you, yeah, you were impressed. Apparently, you're difficult to please. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> he did great. Well, it's just the difference between Stephanie trying to teach and me being a cheerleader. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's 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 a certain everybody's everybody's got their style. You know, not everyone, I, not everything's a teaching moment. Not everything. Yeah, I'm taking my <laughs> so... kid. To uh, to work tomorrow with me. He's going with me to work in the morning, and it's going to be great. I love that. He's Is it like a bring your kid to work day thing? No, I'm just taking him. Because uh, it's Friday. It's, I've got like two meetings tomorrow, like one in the morning and one in the afternoon. I was like, you know what, Sam? Let's go on Friday. You got the day off? We'll just go in. We'll have some breakfast. You can see where I sit. I'll take you into a meeting with me. You know? And he's like, I want to meet all your friends. I was like, that's cute. All my friends are in different states. Like none of them work here. <laughs> but I'll take you with me. We'll go we'll go check it out. So, you know, it's gonna be great. Are you guys gonna be there the whole day? No, I'm only gonna keep them there like an hour and a half, two hours. Something like that. That's awesome. Yeah. This, you don't you don't take your kids to work for super long. They get real bored. No, I was like, Godspeed, man. Yeah, no, we we're gonna probably go to the snack area fifty two times. Uh but it should be I mean, great. <laughs> fair. Yeah. I think that's awesome. I think they should reinstitute that like so kids can see what people do all day. Oh, yeah. Work with people like, there. What does that mean? Yeah, because I've taken them to the office on like a Saturday. That's a big yeah. deal. Nobody's there. I mean, nobody's going to be there tomorrow on a Friday either because <laughs> of the world we live in. But it should be pretty cool. I'm kind of excited. He's kind of excited. 
It's kind of great. I'm excited and for both of you. I had some point I was going to make earlier, and now I can't remember what it was. Nah, we'll just we'll come back to it later if I remember. But for now, you won't remember. I won't remember. World news. <laughs> School is a man. It's a bear. Let me tell you, sub. I'm telling you, uh, trying to get your kids to do homework. That's a that's an event. Homework should be illegal. Homework is stupid. I will die on this hill. You spend eight. Not gonna curse. You spend eight bleeding hours in a classroom, and if you have not managed your time well enough to teach the children what you want them to learn, and you have to send them home with more work, you suck. You suck. You suck. The system sucks. You should not have homework. They're there already. They need to come home and play and do children things and do other crap and not have to do more work that you did not help them finish in class. If you want them to do homework, do it together in the class. You suck. So stupid. It's so stupid. The amount of homework is bananas now. Like, it's it's incrementally risen until it's stupid. Just ridiculous. No homework. No school should give homework. Like, what are you doing? Like, are you at daycare? And then you, like, send them home to learn? Like, they learn in the classroom. They only have a finite amount of attention span, and you want to create the rest of the... Like, what are they going to do anything? They have sports, and they come home and eat, and they do homework, and they go to bed? Like, that is not life. That is a containment cell for their poor little melting brains. Uh, I didn't even get to hit the rant button before you went (laughs) off on that. I was just really trying not to curse. <laughs> well, Sub says you cursed once already, so he says you're out of luck. I did not! You know. liar! I have not! <laughs> he said you did. I don't remember it. Uh, we could call a ruling on the field. I don't remember you swearing. He insists you did. Shark, Shark not a is swear. not a curse That's, That's not, not a even swear. a tier zero. Overruled. Bull crap. <laughs> Sam says shart. Like, no. <laughs> if Steven says it's not a curse word, it's not it's a curse not. word. It's not a curse ha. word. I should start Come swearing. I should start. I should give it a try. Like, but then I feel like if I were to start swearing, everyone would wonder what happened to me and, like, if my next step yeah, is if cocaine. Yeah, I stop and you start, no. <laughs> you know, <that's... laughs> well, I was Chaos. There, one day I was contemplating, I was like, why do I not swear? Like, where where does that noise come from? I'm sorry, audio listener. I heard I that. I don't know what it is. Some, I don't know where it comes he's from. In, he's in your gidgets. There's, like, there's got to be some thing that is on here that ha- Anyway... I was sitting there contemplating, why do I not swear? What is the problem? Why? What other adults swear all the time? I'm an adult. I have, I have mastery of my domain, my 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 area, my brain. No, I can't do it. I don't know why. I haven't figured it out. I think it's because my friend, when I said a word, a wordy dirt, when I was like six or seven, because I watched Tremors. And my friend Luke lost his mind when I said it. It's caused so much trauma in my brain that I'm carrying around, and I'm terrified to do it. Plus, I feel like my grandma wouldn't like it. I just thought it was because like you're it. you, and you're like one of the only Jedi on Earth. No, generally it's because I'm not doing it because I might get in trouble for it. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm not altruistic. I'm just afraid of getting in trouble. <laughs> From whom? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Like I feel like there's still like I still need to like make sure whatever I'm doing is okay with mom and dad. 
uh, or something. I haven't figured it out yet. I'm, I'm on a journey, Smash. I'm on a journey. I don't even think your mom would blink if you curse. I mean, how about this? I feel like it's it's an endearing personality quirk that you don't curse. Right? Quirk. So then yes. I'm like, I have all this additional pressure. Well, I can't start because everyone thinks it's an adorable personality quirk that I don't do it. Uh, but it also so gives, all... like, if you do get upset, it gives it that much more emphasis versus, mm-hmm. like, Landon. Oh, I don't want to be a landed swear. I would like to artfully swear from time to time without it being a big thing. But I don't think that counts. Like an artful swear is your I don't your peppery. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's I don't just... think I've ever heard you sub. I do think oh, no. someone's going to come out of the woods and like hit me with a ruler if I if I do it. Be like, oh, <laughs> what have I the done? It's a horror movie. Yeah, jeez, just it's anyway. Enough of that. Flight risk. Suspected spy pigeon released after eight months in detention in India. Oh, they re-educated him, I guess. Uh, we let him out. He now He'll works for us. He'll never break the law again. Yeah. You'll never catch me, coppers. I can fly. <laughs> Indian police have cleared a suspected Chinese spy pigeon and released it into the wild after eight months in detention. The pigeon's ordeal began in May when it was captured near a port in Mumbai with two rings tied to its legs, carrying a message that was said to look like it was in Chinese. Was it Google Chinese that? or did it look like it was in <laughs> Chinese? Eight months is a long time not to know if it was yeah. Chinese or not. I feel like in India you could find one person that knows Chinese that would be like, yep, you guys were right. What the <laughs> devil? Police suspected it was involved in espionage and took it in later sending it to Mumbai's Baisakarbai Dinsha Petit Hospital for Animals. <laughs> Eventually, it was revealed that the pigeon was an open-water racing bird from Taiwan that had escaped and made its way to India. With police permission, the bird was transferred to the Bombay Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals, the BSPCA, for those who are really like acronyms, brevity, uh, whose doctor <laughs> set it free on Tuesday. Mumbai police could not be reached for comment because they're embarrassed. They couldn't tell if it was Chinese or not. Uh, For eight months. It's not the first time a bird has come under police suspicion in India. In 2020, police in India controlled Kashmir released a pigeon belonging to a Pakistani fisher after a probe found that the bird, which had flown across the heavily militarized border between the nuclear-armed nations, was not a spy. In 2016, another pigeon was taken into custody after it was found with a note that threatened Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi. Why do they think that a pigeon is going to threaten the... This is not... India needs stuff to do. Do we have anything for Indian police to get into other than capturing birds? I mean, what's the guy, Mo Williams, that has all those pigeon books? I was not aware of Mo Williams and pigeons. He was, he's, the, he's the Sesame Street dude. He does the, the piggy and elephant books, but he wrote like all kinds of stuff for, stuff for Sesame Street. So he's got like... How do you know a Sesame Street fact and I have never heard of it? I haven't child that really likes the pigeon books mo because you willems oh willems yeah see don't... i don't read no you copy. don't you just saw a w and an m and said william i there you go i inferred the word <laughs> oh inferred the word show title <laughs> uh yeah so pigeon pigeon don't let the pigeon drive the sleigh don't let the pigeon drive the bus <laughs> these are cute they're they're really cute. You just tell the pigeon he can't drive the bus the entire time and it tickles children. Mo Williams is when Ashley's kid stands in one of those mirror mazes. 
was right. That was pretty good. Sub. That's really good. Rep for sub. <laughs> you know what I really like is there's Og and Mini Og in the chat right now, and I'm so happy. <laughs> oh, Og says he's going to India in three weeks. He'll ask them about the pigeon. We can find out more about this pigeon conspiracy. Why? I don't know. You, you going after um, some scammers? Yeah. Get get them get them at scammers. Go in that call. No, he's going to make he's going to collect. He's he's got a scammer ring running in India right now. He goes to the big building where they are and he just has them all. He goes to cash out. Because <laughs> it's like, hey, give me all the money that we made in the last month. Or I'll break he's the your guy legs. That says good luck. Yeah, to, uh, that, yeah. Lisa Neams, Neam Liam Neesons. Liam Neesons. Yeah. Did you see my Schindler's Lift joke? <laughs> yes! And oh my god! I was so annoyed that I didn't get it because I thought it was Schrodinger's Lift. And then I realized, I'm like, I've never seen the movie and that's funny. Like, I wanted to air fire you guys, so badly. I was said I got to ride Schindler's Lift and, and Ashley goes, ah ha ha, because you never know when the door closes if it's going up or down. And I'm like, I don't, I don't. I'm just gonna wait until she figures. This I said out. it was simultaneously both up and down until the door opens, and he's like, "He goes, that's Schrodinger," and I'm like, "That's what you said." <laughs> nope, that's not. Nope. Never saw that movie, but that joke was real funny. <laughs> you know, I've never, it. I've never seen that movie either. Uh, actually, really not. No, I haven't seen it. Uh, I could go on a show to talk about it. <laughs> My friend Travis. TV's Travis. You know Spielberg did that in Jurassic Park in the same year. Like what the devil? Like you win an really? Oscar-winning piece about the Holocaust. That's what and happens when you have money, time, creativity, and people to do your your bit. I'm so sick of of what did like Elon Musk got on Twitter X or whatever we call it. Like if if people just were smart and applied themselves, you could be a billionaire too. And I'm like. Doesn't work if that you way. You popped out of a vagina that was worth three hundred million dollar in generational money. You you also could be a billionaire. <laughs> Somebody made the point of pointing out. You know how you always say everybody's got twenty four hours in a day. It's the great the equalizer. Twenty four. Yes. And they were like, "That's not really true because my twenty four hours is spent like worrying about this and trying to put food on the table, all this stuff." It's like millionaires' twenty four hours a day looks a lot different when they don't have to think about the cash money. That's why millionaires yeah. live to be ninety five because it it doesn't they don't have to worry about that one like Forrest Gump wasn't wrong. We don't have to worry about money no more. That's one less thing, you know. <laughs> what he says? Yeah, because Lieutenant Dan got him invested in the fruit company, uh, Apple Computer. Said we don't have oh. to worry about money no more. Forrest said that's good. One less thing. <laughs> oh my. But I mean, seriously, like, because. You don't. Work. I mean, that's like the food thing, right? Like paying to have someone do your meals for you is. I think it's novel and neat, and we're gonna try it out. But if you've got generational wealth, you that's typically just a not something you think about. Yeah, like, you don't ever. think about food. It's just no. made for you. It's provided. No. Uh, it's like no. that. Uh, Kumail Nanjiani. I probably butchered his name, but he was in the Eternals, right? And he had that. That uh, that he took a picture of his muscular body. Oh you know? yeah, I remember. And then he wrote that big about... comment that he's like, "There's no way on earth a normal person gets like this because he's like I had the best trainers, the best dietitians for a full year doing nothing, and this is not Except a normal thing." 
Yeah. But it's still causing everyone who wants abs body dysmorphia problems. I've gone to the gym for like two weeks. I'm like, where are the abs? I was <laughs> promised. <laughs> Wait, like, didn't you hear about like, uh, what's his, what's his gadget? The, the Scientology dude that was in movies I like. But Tom I don't Cruise. Want to like. Yes, that guy. Mm-hmm. Oh! Okay. <laughs> One ab. Hog's got a keg, not a six pack. <laughs> Hold on. There's the thing. Movie shot. Okay. But he was, they were talking about like how you have to like starve down and dehydrate yourself to get in that like, and you've got a very limited filming window because people are like on IVs after. Yes. Right. And Cruz watched the thing and he's like, no, 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 we need to refilm this. And everybody had already like went out and got pizza and beers. And so they had to like starve back down and like dehydrate again to get to that point to refilm it. And I'm like, oh, reshoot. That's not good for your body, dude. But you know, yay, Thor. Anything for the shot. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what did you. So this is the thing they do in the Marvel movies they try to shoot the male shirtless scenes early in production so that they because a lot of times it wasn't one person can't remember who which actor it was but buffed oh sebastian stan he was embarrassed because chris evans was so buff and he's like well i need to be buff too so when he did winter shoulder he buffed up and he has to have that metal arm they measured his metal arm to get the get the design all figured out then he went and got two buffs, so the arm barely fit. And it, he put his hand, his arm in the fake arm. It just completely squeezed his muscles so bad that he couldn't feel his fingers because it was so tight. Because he Did had he still buffed have to up. use it? Yeah, he still had to use it. But they had shoot a limited amount of time, you know, to get it all figured yeah. out. But yeah, he had buffed up after getting measured because he felt like Chris Evans was too was so much bigger than him. So oh. he just anyway. You know, I found it's, that he was... I've never seen Gilmore Girls. I've never... Not Gilmore Girls. Uh, Gossip Girl. Oh, never yeah. read the books before. But that was like a huge thing for the longest time. And I just remember thinking it was so like not worth my time. Mm-hmm. But now when I'm laying back with William or doing something stupid, I'm like, wow, well, whatever. Like mindless. And mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So I realized that Sebastian stayed with... I'm like, why does he look familiar? But he's such like a little... Yeah. I mean, I think this came out in like 2007? Mm-hmm. So it was that long ago, but it was like little baby Sebastian Stan, and it just cracks me up because he plays this like affluenza kid that I love that guy. You know, like the, everybody on that show is sleazy, and it's just weird to see the Winter Soldier as sleazy versus emo Batman with a Jack's arm. I'm really glad they cut his hair in the the Captain America and the Winter Soldier TV show when he had the short hair. Much oh. better choice. His fake hair is not working for him. It doesn't. It's not good. Not great. The, lo- the long hair. Yeah, the long hair. Not great. Doesn't look good on him. Short hair. Yeah. A plus. There's an attractive I man. Show. I haven't seen any of the TV shows like since they came. Well, out you guys with, uh... burned out after Endgame, so it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. They're good. See, sub shock. They're good, but you and I very we we tend to differ when it's Marvel side. I go that was good. You go that was stupid. So. I yeah. really, 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 really like Dandor. Da- Gandor? You- Dandor? Dandor? What? Oh, Andor Dandor. was great. See, I'm like, you're the one who said it was good. Andor was great. That was like a high was- class Star Wars TV. 
Yeah, that was phenomenal. I have never <laughs> sweat bullets. Star War, honey. I have never sweat bullets watching two people talk to each other in a room like right? I did with Andor. That woman they got to play uh, Mon Mothma, she was just killer. Like it was, killer. Everything was good. Everything Give her was good all and, like, the awards. Attention. Oh, so they like. I don't understand this. <laughs> I don't know. It's come out like I guess with the streaming services stuff, but it's almost like stuff isn't edited for brevity anymore. Yes, to the point where it's ridiculous. Like Jacob and I tried to watch Mr. and Mrs. Smith because it's like one of my favorite movies. It's just cute and irreverent, and I I really like it. And the new thing, the Donald Glover thing. Yes. Okay. So they're like, it's like nothing like the movie, so let it go. I'm like, okay, we'll do that. And I we watched the first episode, and I'm like. This feels like I'm watching reality TV. Like, it's a little, like, the pauses in the conversation, like, nothing ever hits, like, a beat of either impact or humor or anything. So it's just, you you watch the whole thing, and I'm like, what was the point of literally any interaction? You know what I mean? So I'm like, okay, we'll give it a chance. So we watched the second one, and it was literally, like, like two couples arguing about coupledom the entire time i'm like this is the bachelor like what am i what like so i'm like done i have limited time done but i was so disappointed because apparently he's like a really good writer yeah he did 30 rock and oh that's a good show yeah you need you know what you need to fill your time with if you're looking for something now you can take (laughs) it or leave it (laughs) i don't think i'm thinking the same thing you're thinking of we just covered uh, last week, last week, the week before, the week before, on Those Were the Days, a little show called Twin Peaks. Uh, yes. And if you haven't watched it, you should. And then I've heard you, it's good. It is weird and great, yeah. and it polarized our group. Two people were really? like, I'm never... I don't even know what this is. I'm never watching it again. And me and Travis were like, I put it in my veins. Like I need Really? I need another hit. Yeah. It was great. It's so like a, a serious dark version of Napoleon Dynamite if you look at it through the right lens. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. Yeah, it's wild. Wild. There was there was a a show on um, Netflix that I started to watch, and I I look up reviews now before I even, com- you know what I mean. And so somebody said this is just a really crappy remake of Twin Peaks. Like, so I'm like, oh, so I went and looked it up. I'm like, this looks really interesting, but then I just never followed through because I'm me and I forgot about it. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. and you're not gonna watch Twin Peaks. You're gonna like watch Twin Peaks, and then you're gonna read the synopsis to see what it how it ends. You're going to find yourself annoyed by the text, even though it's like a wild ride. But you're going to be like, well, the ending sounds stupid, and you're going to miss the entire ride. Never mind. You don't need to watch Twin Peaks. You don't know me. I know exactly what you're going to do. Because you're going <laughs> to read. That's where Gilmore Girls, like, anytime there's like a cliffhanger, I'm just like, what's the secret? You're the and worst. Then, like, the- no one can watch I- anything with you. Terrible. Or read a book. That's it's not... like Harry Potter. Like I'd flip around until oh, I found gosh. the answer in the books while I was reading them. It's not always about the answer. It's about the journey. We all know Frodo's gonna throw the ring into the lava, but it's a really fascinating trip, you know. And if you go straight to, oh well, he threw it in and everything was fine. That's a boring story. 
It's about the but, struggle. So I don't agree with like, okay. So sometimes you watch something in a lens if you don't know what's going to happen and you miss a lot of the nuance that like that you wouldn't know if you didn't already know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Like you get like, okay. Spoiler, spoiler for gossip girl. But like, I looked up who it was. Cause I'm like, I am literally not sitting through six seasons of not knowing who's writing this crap. Right. Yeah. Cause the premise is there's a website. Somebody's writing everybody's secrets. Right. So I looked it up. If you don't want to know this, pause it for a minute, but this has been out for like what, two decades. So whatever. I don't care. It's, the guy it's that's the dan humphrey guy but the funny thing is in the first episode it shows him with the website up and it looks like he's reading it but he had just written it he closes it and they literally as they're saying something about you know who it is they're panning in on him so they basically tell you who it is in the first episode and it's not something you would ever catch if you didn't already know who it was and i mean if you didn't go back and rewatch it which yeah i guess people do but who has time for so that so now crap? you know who wrote it so you watch the show with a whole new perspective yes you know and the answer okay I see. Yeah, I just still. But it's don't. it's really cool to, to <laughs> somebody's gonna watch it tomorrow. I still don't agree with anything you just said, but I understand the perspective. Listen, yes. I'm empathizing with your point of view, uh, but I'm also judging you, so I'm not really following through on the whole step one of. Coming. I don't enjoy it any less. It's just. How about this? In my brain, if I'm watching something and don't know the answer to it, I'm like, what's in the box? What's in the box? Yeah, it what's just makes box? you crazy. Why aren't they showing you what's in the box? Are they going to do this whole entire freaking movie? And what's the, the Ronin with uh, the suitcase? They never tell you what's in the suitcase. It still bothers me. The entire movie, all I wanted to know was what was in the suitcase. So I kept watching and watching and watching. And this little bee is in the back of my head going, what's in the suitcase? What's in the suitcase? Why aren't they showing me what's in the suitcase? What is worth all this? Why are we doing this? And I missed so much. And then you get to the end and the roll credits. And I'm like, this is where I would curse, but I'm not yeah. going to. <laughs> Did not show me what's in the suitcase. And so it like still sets my brain on fire that I don't know what was in the suitcase. Like what was worth all of that? You shouldn't watch Twin Peaks. You should actually not. <laughs> Do they not you tell you anything? There's so many things that you don't ever have an answer to, to the point where you don't know if it did matter that they zoomed in on it, or it never mattered at all. And that's a David Lynch thing. He, he apparently, there's this, there's this uh, Chekhov's gun. I learned about this from my friend Phil. And Chekhov's gun, he's a playwright. Well, his whole point of view is if you show a gun in somebody's hip, side, wherever, if it's a visual cue, anywhere, for anything... The gun should resolve. There should eventually be a reason the gun yes. was in the scene 45 minutes ago. Like, it should have a yes. point. And David Lynch doesn't uh, subscribe to that. He's like, I'll show you uh, this weird thing. And three episodes later, it might matter. It, it might nothing. not. It might not have a point. So it's a lot of fun to watch it from that perspective. <laughs> like, there's people that do improv things in the background that you're like, why do you do that? And it's really just because the dude improved it and Lynch was just like, ah, leave it in. <laughs> just uh, like left it in the show. What else does he do? Uh, he did the first, the Dune miniseries from the late, early 80s, I guess. Dune. Yeah. Patrick Stewart was in it. Uh, he did Mulholland Drive and Eraserhead and um, the Twin Peaks was his big thing. Elephant Man. Handful of other movies. 
Fascinating guy. Uh, so nothing I've ever seen. No, ever. he's an auteur. Okay. He's like one oh. of those directors. Uh, but okay. anyway, Travis and I had a lot of fun with Twin Peaks. It was, it was great. Uh, but you know what else we can have we can have fun with is uh, small town news. An hour in. Look. I'll just talk over the segue music because that's how professional we are. <laughs> we we're getting back in the swing. We're doing it. We've ta- we're talking. The people are. I know. Enjoying. We're two weeks in a row, dude. Whoopsh. Yeah, yeah. We right? are. Uh, yes, yes. I this is my fourth podcast in two weeks. I'm officially a podcaster Ooh. again. I'm earning Yay! my Dragon Con badge. We That's... did talk about it. Stephen. Stephen called, and we ended up chatting like two hours before the show, like for ten minutes. Because if Stephen and I don't get to talk to each other, it breaks our brains. Yeah. And he's like, "I'm just wasted content on you." Yeah, we did. <laughs> we wasted all the content. We had such Yay! good stuff. We had a whole show of content, and somehow yeah. we're still an hour into this one and haven't made it to their second story. Who likes to talk? Uh, 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 I you like and to talk I don't have people to talk to. No, in our lives, like I mentioned that to my counselor guy, I was like, "Well, sometimes you know, you're telling a story and people walk away, walk away, blow their nose, pick up their phone, pick yeah. up their phone, any variety of things that tell me they don't care, <laughs> interrupt you, and then never yeah. ask you to continue." He was like, it's my "Oh, favorite. wrote that down. Didn't talk about it anymore, but wrote it down. I'm like that's gonna come oh. back at some point, isn't it? We're gonna talk about how I need to tell people." So he goes. He goes, well, see, this is good, because now I know, like, when you're talking to me, I should be looking at you. And I'm like, yeah, I feel cared about when you look at me when I'm saying words. It's good. I don't even need someone to look at me. I just need the, like, visual cues that we're having a conversation, right? Like, Yeah. I don't, I don't need someone to look at me if they're, like, cooking. I need someone right. to look at me if we're sitting down on the couch. But if they're looking at their phone or they pick up a book or something or like, yeah. even, I'll talk to Jacob while we're playing video games. Like, you know what I mean? And like, I'll wait till it's, there's no action. We're just looking sure. for something. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I know I can talk to you and get most of your attention right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, got, I can get the, some of that. Ooh, what is this? I haven't been in here before. Okay, I guess I won't tell you about the, the, the beaver <laughs> glands that produce. See, that. and that's yeah. what I told him. I said, you don't understand the things I bring up. So on the one hand, I'm okay with it. Because I know who I am and what I say. Right. All the time. Every day. Yeah. And I work from home some. So Lord help us all. Uh, I would walk <laughs> away too. And be like, you know from what? I beaver glands? Have. I mean, I wouldn't walk away from that, but people like Stephanie and Jacob would. No, I mean, I was just like, I think it's fascinating that people eat murder hornets, like, grow, <laughs> like, farm them on purpose so they can eat the larvae. And to the point where some people, like, in certain parts of India and Asia, like, they don't, well, India is Asia, whatever, but they <laughs> don't have to wear the suits because the murder hornets outside of, like, Japan and that hawk don't have any natural predators. So they're not afraid of anything. Like, they don't understand that somebody would come eat their babies. Is it like, what do they do with the murder hornet larvae? Like peanut butter? They're like, I'm going to make a they murder hornet larvae pop sandwich. Pop it on the, the, the fire and <laughs> pop it in their mouth. Oh, audience. Uh, scrambled egg and peanut butter sandwich. Tell me how you Did feel you about it? that. 
No, I haven't tried it yet. Mm. I haven't tried it yet, but I've heard good things from two people, and I, I vehemently believe that it's not. So I, I literally okay, so made explain it. to me how this is made because Jacob said you just scramble an egg with no like yeah you salted scramble butter an egg. or anything yeah scramble an just... egg so okay take your peanut butter your bread peanut butter you know on okay. the bread scramble an egg kind of like you'd make an egg sandwich put the egg <laughs> on the peanut butter Ugh. that's what I said Og that's what I told. <laughs> My friends at work, I was like, because I we one of them brought it up, and I literally made a polar bear poll right then that said, "Would you eat an egg and peanut butter sandwich?" And the two options were no and hell no. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, he was so mad at me. And then one of my one of my other buddies said, "You know what? I'm going to give it a try. I'll do it." And came back to the meeting in the afternoon and was like, "I did it for lunch, and it was delicious." And I was really? like, "Liar." Uh, yeah, because he said you can't taste the egg. The peanut butter overpowers the egg, and it ends up just being a fluffy peanut butter sandwich because eggs make things fluffy. He said the egg just kind of increased. It's a big old protein thing is what it is, the easy, quick delivery of a yeah, bunch of protein. Yeah, your poop smells like farts the next couple of days. <laughs> but he said that it it did, it did made the peanut butter more palatable than it was okay, so otherwise. I have a question. Yeah. When I make scrambled eggs, like... They're not fluffy, and they're not super cooked. Like, there's... You know yeah. what I mean? You, like, you it's can... the very French... And I just don't know that, like, slightly runny egg pieces, whether... Because, fl- I mean, th- th- look, if you don't salt and pepper your egg, it doesn't taste like much. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, absolutely. You're, you're in it for the, the chives and the cheese flavor, not the... Right. Whatever. But I just feel like... It's not going to make anything fluffy. Like, unless you added water, steamed it to make, like, the super Japanese poof eggs. But then you have to also feel like you'd have to add the peanut butter to it, because how would you incorporate... I don't know. You're getting too fancy. You're thinking way too hard. Who, how do you make a fluffy egg without fluffing it? I don't know. I make scrambled eggs all the time, but I cook them way too fast. <laughs> so this, mine probably would work better than yours. I'm not a low and slow egg cooker. That's not to say I don't want to be. Do you cook them hard? Yeah, I cook them. I cook them pretty hard. I mean, I don't always cook them hard, but I do when I do. Like, if I put them on a sandwich, I definitely let them cook longer than if I'm going to eat them with a fork. Because I want it to, I want it to fit. Sure, that makes sense. I want it to be like a patty almost. And then I put the cheese and the bacon or sausage or what have you. What have you? No, I've I never said egg. that before. I haven't been eating after we get done with dinner. I ate noodles and edamame for dinner at like six. And you now... better than I did. Do you want to know well, what I, I had for dinner? Do you want to know? What? A bag of hot fries and a cosmic crisp apple. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, okay, I have decided that Steve and I, like, we don't care about food. Like, I don't. we just want to not be hungry. I hate it. And not think about it. Like, because I don't, I drink coffee for breakfast. I, around two o'clock, I get hungry and I'm like, like, I literally don't care. Like, Mm -hmm. sometimes if I can't find something to eat, I'll like munch on a cheese stick, get annoyed, and then worry about it for dinner. You know what I mean? But Jacob's fantastic. So he'll like meal plan and then he'll put the grocery order in so the, the groceries are in the house and like 
I'll just go down the list and pick something because it's a thought I don't have to have. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, so I eat like a decent dinner and then, but no, food is, food is. It's stupid. It's stupid. I don't want to have to think about it. That's why I'm really excited about the whole. Yeah. I just order from a menu and somebody has made it for me and I just need to inwarm in it. It's a decision I don't want to make every day. I would yes. just, I, if you, if Soylent was really a choice for me and tasted good, I just, I don't just drink it. I don't care. Uh, that's yep. why fast food is, is enticing to me. Not because I want it, just because it's there and it's done and I don't have to worry about it. It's just like an easy choice. But that's also but why my pants are like, bigger than they need to be. Worry about the fast food like there's a reason i went with like we had leftover spaghetti noodles and leftover edamame and i literally took them and dumped them in a pan with like soy sauce and butter and i'm like this is delicious because it's yeah. food and i don't care i graze so i'll grab easy yeah. bite-sized items like oh there's some strawberries in here and cheese a cheese stick, stick. Yeah. yeah and an apple uh those little and- mini Beef sticks from yes Costco, the little archer. Yeah, love those. I ate one of those tonight too. I'd forgotten about that. And then that's like, what I eat for lunch most days because <laughs> I have them packed in William's lunchbox, and we're never home for lunch, and we just both eat a just beef eat one. stick. Yeah, yeah. Sam. Cheers. Sam he eats a snack plate. That's what he calls it most of the time. Yeah. It's cucumbers, Thank peppers, you, apples, like a turkey sandwich. Yeah. Like that's boiled his egg. dinner, his lunch, all of the a boiled egg. I mean, yep. that's I could do that, but I don't. I don't know why, because I'm a grown-up, and I have to eat real food. What? 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 No. no, nonsense. Unless, if, if William doesn't sneeze on his plate, I just eat the leftovers. Mm-hmm. Unless Jacob's here, and then he eats the leftovers. The dad like, tax. That's my yeah, food Yeah, for lunch, like... If he put... If we have, like, two boiled eggs on his plate, like, I'll just eat the other one if he doesn't eat it. And I'm like, it's just... Because it's there and you don't have to think about it. Like, yeah. I just don't like thinking about food. I, I hate food. You know what else? Care. Florida. We Let's talk about show. Florida. Yeah, we. I introduced Small Town News like an hour ago. Let's go. Oh, my God. We still haven't read the first one. You, d- you didn't read the Florida fisherman story yet. Oh, me. Yes, yeah, your oh, turn. because we read the pigeon. He's yeah. <laughs> there we go. We're sorry. I, was, I thought that was a you thing. We're good at this. Florida fisherman single-handedly reels in 12,000-pound, 20-foot shites. 12,000-pound, 12-foot monster great white shark. Oh. I thought they got way bigger. I thought they were like 16-feety sharkies. Well, it doesn't mean there's not okay, a 12-foot Okay, so he single-handedly one. reeled it in. That's the big deal. Yeah. A shark fishing expert, expert landed a monster. I can't read this because it's so far away. <laughs> You're getting old. There we go. <laughs> Blaine, well, I'm also like so nearsighted, but this should fix it. Never mind. Blaine Kinney, who owns Coastal Worldwide, a shark fishing outfitter and fishing tour group in Pensacola. Hey, I remember that place. And his business partner set themselves up on Tuesday night, about 25 miles east of Pensacola, aiming to catch the biggest shark possible. Oh, they have a YouTube channel. Well, of course they do. What's up, people? I'm out here on the beach. Like and subscribe. <laughs> So, like, you know the, the the if if a tree falls in the woods and nobody's around to hear it make a sound, like, does it make a sound? I yeah. feel like that's what we've done. Like, no, I don't. I don't need to see your life documented. Like, I don't want to see your life documented. Nobody cares, but nobody has anything to do because nobody has real friends because everybody's online. So you end up like thinking you care. 
Have, have you considered what we do here on Thursday nights? Yeah, but we've met these people first. Yeah, these people like are our actual friends. Yeah, like some <laughs> bold stance for people with 576 episodes of a podcast. Uh, look, but this I, isn't don't real me life. This. this is me and Steven yelling into a microphone. <laughs> I'm happy being a narcissist. I don't have a problem. It's Ashley that's trying to pretend she isn't. Uh, I'm... <laughs> Podcasters I'm in this. saying I don't want to hear about people's lives. I'm in this for the likes. I mean, what's the uh, point? You're not meant to call me out on my hypocrisy, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm embarrassed now. I just hate people who wear navy hoodies. It's ridiculous. <laughs> who do they think they are? People that wear their children's dinosaur blankets <laughs> to cover up their pajamas. <laughs> People should be dressed when they're on the TV. Put some makeup on. Why aren't you trying? The duo set out on their mission by using the biggest bait possible ahead of a 150-pound swordfish head. What? Wait, what? A head of a 150-pound swordfish head and a head of an 80-pound yellowfin tuna head. You have got to be kidding me. What is Did that? Did they really write head four times? What does that mean? A what does sword, that mean? Like, the head of a swordfish and the head of a tuna. A head of a 150-pound swordfish head and a head of an 80-pound yellowfish. Somebody did not edit that well. That's all they I can think. They need a Kelly Lynn Colby in their lives because Every, that was not edited. Everyone <laughs> needs a Kelly Lynn Colby in their lives. Let's be serious yeah, for a second. KellyLynnColby.com. <laughs> Curse dragon ship. At 8 a.m. the following morning, there was a tug on Kenny's line, and that's not a euphemism, and he started to reel in the fish, and he just jumped, Kenny says in the video. So they've got a picture. He caught a and big like, fish. And like, look, I don't want to be hanging out with a shark that large, but also like, I don't know. Here, let's just, uh, there's your shark. There's your horribly off-center browser window, but you can see it. You see what we're talking about. I don't know. I mean, okay, how about this? Like, my dad reeled in a 500-some a pound. What was that? Marlin. Blue Marlin. Yes. And it took him 45 minutes, and he had to trade off on occasion for help. I mean, granted, dad was like 75 when he did it. And it was a lot of effort. So the fact that this dude, like, reeled in... 12,000 pounds of shark from shore is yeah. a, I can, that, that's pretty cool. Like, high five. Yeah, good achievement. Uh, next up, we got a special section. I don't have a button for that, Smashy. You usually do the ding for anything that we don't ding. Oh, yeah. Here. Stop eating my sesame cake. That's what you're going to say to your Valentine on Valentine's Day. Uh, which is coming up. Alert for those who didn't know. And also, if you think Valentine's Day is stupid, you can eat at Taco Bell, uh, like oh. Ashley does. I don't. Yay! Do you still celebrate Valentine's with Taco Bell, or is it like important now? I mean, look, it's important because I get to hang out with Jacob, and I really like. Him. How about this? Jacob has made Valentine's Day not suck, but we also like. You know, Bella Swan it up. <laughs> if that makes sense. <laughs> Um, you don't try to mate with a werewolf? Have you seen the, what was it, the badly explain a movie? <laughs> no. Like, there's just this, this beautiful, like, 
Reddit of to badly explain a movie, and and one of them is Twilight, and I think it said teenager spends five years trying to decide if she wants to be uh, a narcolept or necrophiliac. A, yeah, that narcolept, narcolept or into bestiality, and I'm like, that's beautiful. Yeah, I remember. I do yeah. remember when they brought that up. It's a really good point. That's. Yeah. Have you watched? Have you watched a little bit of Twilight in the 15 years since Twilight came out? It's not good. I tried several years ago because one of my girlfriends really, really, really likes it. And she was like, look, just give it another chance. It's objectively bad. Worse than I remember. I'm like, I don't. It did not age well. And I'm not trying to to be awful but i just i feel like the message is that dating a much older guy is okay if he stalks you like i don't want to teach girls that i don't want to teach anybody that like it's not no it's go try to kill yourself for a high because your boyfriend left you you don't have to go back as far as we like to think to get to the sketchy stuff that humans have come up with (sighs) And thought was okay. Like you don't have to go. I saw a clip of the baseball game from the first movie, and I was just like, "We watched this. Like we watched it." And I'm watching it now, going, "What was wrong with it?" There's movies that stand the test of time. This is not one of Matrix. Matrix, pretty legit. Roger Rabbit. (laughs) Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park is always good. There's things that aren't gonna age out. I just don't see a world in which they do. But yeah. the, that that movie does not is not okay. It, it like wasn't all around. so. I feel like it's it's a sad commentary on how people don't feel comfortable in their relationships. I mean, I guess you could say the same thing about like the Jane Austen books, like a hundred years ago, right? Like people really liked the Jane Austen book after she died, poor woman. Um, but I'm I mean, about- it was. No, I'm sorry. I was just about to lose it because Travis has not seen any of the Twilight movies. And I don't know what to do about that. Like, there's only one option is to make Travis no, you have watch to. Twilight like, you... with you and me. Like, you, Travis, you don't get to have a show about movies no. you haven't seen and not Dude. watch Twilight. All right, Ashley and I are coming on. I don't care when, but we're going to make yeah. you do it. Like, you gotta, Please. you have got to you... have seen it. You have you to, have to because we need your opinions on them. Like, Steven, <laughs> you, like, I don't want to rewatch it. No. But we would have to, to do the show. And I, I would do, I would give up the limited amount of time I have so that I can hear you speak about that movie. Yeah. I, I want to know Travis's thoughts on Twilight. And if I have to sit through it again in order to get that, I will do it. Can you just can you just come visit for a little bit and we'll we'll sit in the same room and watch it together. Yeah. I'll make popcorn. It'll be lovely. It'll be wonderful. And you... we'll lock the door when you try to leave. <laughs> uh, look, okay. Yeah, you think about it and I'll read the story about uh the Valentine's thing. New Jersey Animal Shelter uh will name feral cat after your ex and then neuter it for Valentine's Day. <laughs> Looking to get even with someone who dumped you, an animal shelter in New Jersey has a novel idea that's a perfect gift for an ex. Here's a hint. It involves feral cats and neutering. 
With Valentine's Day right around the corner, the Homeward Bound Pet Adoption Center in South Jersey announced it's running a promotion for the holiday. For a $50 donation, you can name a feral cat after an ex, and then the feline will get spayed or neutered before being released back into the wild. Brilliant. Brilliant marketing. I love it. Uh, I support it. Uh, if you want to contribute to that, uh, the, it's the Homeward Bound Pet Adoption Center in South Jersey. I don't know if you can submit the name of your ex online. It's probably like buying a star. Like There's only so many cats, so they're just going to tell you you named a cat and then neuter it even though they didn't name the cat your ex's name. Yeah. You know, it's like um, it's like when you adopt a, a, what, a capybara or something. Like you're like, oh, you get to adopt her, and they send you pictures. I'm like, they send everybody the same capybara picture. Ain't nobody spending so? a bunch of time taking pictures of different capybaras. <laughs> there, the likelihood of you and another person being in the same town, going, oh, another capybara. No, no, you're adopting. Now I want to adopt a capybara. Like maybe we should both adapt adopt a capybara and see if we get the same pictures. Uh, and then like we could. Doll- they all look the same. Like who? cares you're doing it for a cause right yeah it's about the cause it's not about the capybara anyway it's uh, about the cause not about the capybara that needs to be like a war cry (laughs) for the cause not the capybara (laughs) newspaper left untold all right what's next canada drug dealer oh boy here we go there are no drug dealers in canada there's no bad people in Canada. That's what I heard. Polite. I know that because I watched a show on Those Were the Days called Due South where a Canadian man had to come all the way to Chicago to find bad people. Uh, she watched that. It was great. Uh, Due South. It's good stuff. A Canadian drug dealer offers free samples of cocaine stapled to business cards. <laughs> a Canadian drug dealer was busted for allegedly offering a direct line to business, passing out free samples of cocaine stapled to the back of his business cards. A Canadian drug dealer with an entrepreneurial spirit was busted. That's the literal same sentence three said times two in a different row. ways. <laughs> Why? They got paid by the word. Yeah, the New York Post sucks. Uh, Sierra Mirozavi, <laughs> 30, was allegedly caught Saturday with more than 50 dime bags of portion drugs and a mostly empty box of cards, which are made out under the alias Alex Lee. That's a cool alias. Like That sounds like a cop. You know, name. Uh, yeah. Alex Lee, Canadian cop. <laughs> <laughs> Cops had been on the hunt for the mysterious Lee since Christmas Eve when they were tipped off to a man offering the cocaine samples to gamblers outside a casino in downtown Calgary. Uh, it took six weeks of officers to gather enough evidence to consistent with drug trafficking to formally arrest Razavi after conducting a traffic stop. The officers ex- executed a search warrant on his nearby home where they allegedly found almost 60 grams of cocaine in dozens of baggies and the business cards as well as a digital scale with drug residue and $1,280 cash. I don't know nice. how much 60 grams are because I'm an American and we don't do things that make sense. <laughs> we do grams when it comes to small drugs uh, and plastic. You do grams when you're dealing with plastic like if you're 3D printing, you do some grammage. Grammage. Yeah, you got that grammage. I've been 3D really printing a bunch of stuff lately. I got back what into it. What did you it. make? I made. Where the devil did it go? I made this little thing. This is a jig. Uh, because I was building that guitar that I showed Jacob over here, and yeah. I needed to drill holes for the tuners. 
uh, on the back of the guitar. So this little jig, you jam this down into two ho- tuning holes. It's got no tuners in it. And it gives you guides to drill the holes so the studs from the Fender tuners will fit uh, That's clever. in the holes. It took like an hour and a half to print this, uh, which and is a long like time. And it's like Lego side, so you just get to step on it later. It's yeah, like this is the hardest plastic. Like, this plastic does not play around. You step on this, and you're going to hate everything. <laughs> it was fun, though. Like, I've been having a good time. I got Travis introduced me to this app called Octoprint, so I could be even more nerdy than I am. Uh, and I have a Raspberry Pi plugged into the printer, and you can just feed prints to the printer from the from your web a web interface. And then if you plug a camera into the Raspberry Pi, you can actually watch the print happening from like downstairs. Oh, and you that's just go to the really website cool. and watch the print take place. Never leave yeah, the printer. Even Og alone. thought that was cool. Og just gave you a compliment. Oh man. Right? I can retire. That felt Benchmark. good. Benchmark. Yeah. <laughs> it is really cool. I have I'm having a good time. So I'm trying to come up with more stuff to print. I also printed I printed something else. Printed dinosaur. This didn't turn out, but I'm printing this grid system. You put it in your drawers, like not your underwear, but like your pull-out drawers for stuff. Ah! And they make these, uh, these all these little canisters that fit into this grid system, like Tetris. And you can print like little cases, like pen holders, all kinds of stuff to keep your drawers organized oh. uh, on this grid. Yeah, Gridfinity. Uh, and this one didn't turn out because it's it got all cattywampus a little bit. But uh, it's neat. Had a great time. Highly so, like, do you print the cylinders that go in it? Yeah, you print everything. So you print the grid, you put the grid in your shelf, and they have them so that they fit exactly to IKEA drawer dimensions. Like, oh, that's it's cool. open source. Everybody just designs their own stuff. So you can go download a design, and then you print it, and it it sits inside that grid, and it won't move around. It like locks itself in there. Well, like, what do you have that that's little like that? That small that you could put that many tiny things in a tiny thing. Well, you make a thing. long a long piece, but it has four like grid slots, so it sits down in it. But you can drop pins in there, and they make them stackable. Oh, that's need, co- okay. You need to go check out the website. I'll go look at it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, Stephanie. I like to I like to be it. organized. I just don't know how. Same, and I'm. I, it takes forever to print. I have to really work out my patience. And then when it goes wrong, uh, you're like, I waited so long, and then I have to do it again. So what? what's the, like, survivability of stuff that gets printed out? Because I've seen some, oh, it's some tough. pretty printed stuff that's just junk. Some, I mean, I guess it could be, but, like, this thing, this is not, this is not break. Like, Can you is... see the layers on it, like, where it's... Well, yeah, on this, I didn't print it, like, fine, but you can adjust your parameters to print like a lot finer lines, and then people sand it, and they use acetone to kind of polish it. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, and you can do, like, Travis has a resin printer, and resin printers print some clean stuff. Like, if you want to do miniatures and stuff, resin yeah. printer's where it's at, because it's epoxy. So it's like the epoxy layers happen, and they just look and a lot sharper than the extrusion yeah. printing, which is what I have. It squirts plastic yeah. out of a nozzle and goes around. Right. Yeah, Travis. Yeah, because I feel like with the extrusion, you get the like those little. You get the layers. uh, Yeah. Yeah, you can't really see it on this, but it's they're they're there. Yeah, no way you can see it. It's a little you can kind of see it. That's cool. Yeah, but it's pretty cool. One of Jacob's buddies three D printed like these little bookends for William. They were dinosaurs, and then ended up printing like 
just a dinosaur. That's for awesome. Him. But you, I mean, you could see where it was cool because you could see where. The, but then you know, I've got a three year old that was kind of rough with it, so <laughs> I had to super glue some legs back on. Oh, that's that's great. Yeah, I need to make William some stuff. I need to make Sam. Sam wants an Emmy for Metroid so bad, but it's like 150 pieces that you snap. Holy You balls. snap it. You print a bunch of pieces, like black and white pieces, and then snap them all together. Yeah. And I'm like, it's going to take a year to get that junk done. <laughs> it's crazy. We don't want what won't take a year. This next story. WTF! <laughs> and Ashley, it's your turn to read it. Yay! Sometimes I need a heads up. Yeah. Steven. Radio station baffled after 200-foot radio tower disappears without a trace. That's that's many feats to disappear. A radio station is on standby after thieves somehow stole a 200-foot radio tower in Alabama. No one's sure how the ambitious... <laughs> Them Duke word. boys... <laughs> bandits made off with a heavy steel structure i've tried all weekend to figure out and i just can't this dude said <laughs> i'm such a good news person <laughs> i've been in the radio business around it all my life and and it professionally for 26 years and i can say i've never heard of anything like this i can now say i've seen it all technically you haven't because it's gone <laughs> elmore learned that the theft on friday when a land spanking land spanking whoo crew went to the rural rural i hate that word tower site to maintain the property but there wasn't much left to maintain when he arrived he called me and said the tower's gone I said, what do you mean the tower's gone? Are you sure you're at the right place? He said, the tower is gone. There's wires everywhere, and it's gone. How do you move 200-foot steel radio tower? That's incredible. Right? I mean, in pieces, I guess. I don't, but how? Without anyone noticing. I I mean, so it looks like they just went in, they cut the wires, and it's just, it's gone. But, like, how would you move it? Why would you move it? Yeah, what what kind of prank is this? I'm aliens. Hey. <laughs> no, but I just I don't understand. Like, is there something on a radio tower that's like worth money? Like copper. worth enough to try to The copper is worth a lot of money, but, but you don't need the to copper take... in the lines because they yeah, cut the wires. You don't need to take the whole tower to get the tower's not made of copper. Maybe they don't know that. Maybe it's somebody who just really wants to build a cool treehouse, uh, and they Ooh. thought that the tower would be a great way to do it. They're like, this is just sitting here. Mine. Now you just got to wait for them to stand up the tower somewhere, and then be like, there's a new 200-foot tower over there. Right. That's like that's what I just don't understand. Like, A, how would you move it? Because you would need... You would need a lot of heavy equipment, right? Like, you can't just oh, put yeah. a 200-foot tower on your Chevy. You would think... I I, have I don't no know. Idea. I just I have questions. Maybe My truck could carry a two hundred foot tower, <laughs> eight foot bed, two hundred foot tower. Just got to cut it into a bunch of pieces. Yeah, but you just got new new seats. You don't want to mess that up. I'm not putting it in the in the truck. Oh, those seats are know. legit. You guys haven't seen the seats yet in oh, real life. Your seats. Oh, Jacob's sure. been trying to talk Stephen into uh, camo seats since Stephen got this truck and Stephen won't do it. So he got these like posh plaid seats. Did I tell you about my nightmare I had? I was waiting on the seats and my truck was at the shop for a couple de- days getting the seats done. 
and I had a dream that they had put camouflage behind the armrest, like where the armrest folds down, the like the cavity yeah. it folds into was yeah. camo, and I was so upset <laughs> Jacob's that like Jacob had put the camo in there. I love that your brain registered that as something to be annoyed about and so much that you dreamed about it. I had two dreams about that truck while I was in the shop. One of them, like, I pulled into the garage, like, in another car to go pick it up. And I go, they're like, yeah, we got your truck over here, but the seat's still out of it. They take me to the seat, and it's just covered in a blanket. And I'm like, I don't think that's what we talked about. He said, oh, no, we were just messing with you. He took the blanket off, and it was like... Another like Scooby Doo um, like style blanket of covers, and he's like, "Oh, I'm just messing with you again." And he kept taking off layers of these different, really dumb blankets, uh, and it, How do it you never have looked these right. Weird dreams about this stuff. I, I was, I guess, I was nervous. I didn't really know what I was gonna get. I knew what I wanted, sort of, but I didn't know that they knew what I wanted. They were just like, "Oh yeah, we'll make it look nice." And I'm like. Because I was going to drop it off. He's like, yeah, well, just take your keys. I said, do you want to, like, look at the seats? It's been three days since we talked. Like, do you want to yeah. make sure we're on the same page? What plaid is it? It's this one. Okay. And so I went out there with him. He's like, oh, yeah, it'll look good. I'm like, you don't need to, like, mark any. Okay. But they're professionals. They've been doing this for, like, 20 years. They've seen every style seat ever. He knew exactly <laughs> what I wanted. Even the Scooby-Doo blanket ones. He knew exactly what I wanted, and he nailed it. And I'm like, okay, I should have not worried so much. They were cool guys. Good old boys. Big beards. Big beards. Oh, yeah. That's, big that's bellies. Like, wood-paneled office that smelled like Dale Earnhardt ashtray. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was great. I was like, I feel like I am back, like, at some trailer in outside West Virginia. my dad. <laughs> no, it reminded me of the plant my dad used to work at when we lived in Georgia. It was wood paneling in all the offices. It smelled like oh. sawdust. <laughs> Everybody smoked. It was yellow. Everything yellow <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> I just wonder like what people think about to have these like I because I remember I used to dream but now I'm so sleep deprived that like my body skips the dream phase and goes straight to the deep shiz like <laughs> There's I don't lay in daydream. You know how like you'll you'll think about oh, yeah, stuff yeah. at night. There is none of that. I lay down and then I wake up fifty times. Mama, <laughs> drink of water. Oh, get Lord. the drink of water, William. Yes, you can. But he's also not been feeling great, so eh, whatever. Well, I'm glad he's feeling better to a little better today. He is. He felt better today. I wake awful. up once or twice uh, every night. It never ends. Yeah, I just keep waking up. I'm like, why do you not sleep? All day, all night. I'll Apparently, wait. like if you if you get one that doesn't sleep well, like you just wait till puberty hits and then they sleep. Oh yeah, till noon, and then you're like, I could really use you awake to mow the lawn. So excited for him to sleep until noon. <laughs> like all these Jacob's gonna get, get to back do. from work, and William and I are like, Oh man, hey dad, we we just got breakfast. What's up? <laughs> Ashley in college all over again. Yeah. Yeah. No sub. You're not supposed to. Sleep. You sleep at the daytime. You're a day a day sleeper. Uh yeah. Oh man. Oh, it's been a long show. It's been a good show. I've had a blast. Have you had a good time? <laughs> 
I enjoyed it, but yes, we talked a lot. He talked a lot. I mean, my throat hurts. I'm uh, he's exhausted. I know. I'm out of. I'm out of my pond yeah. water, and like, there's just particulates at the bottom. So I'm just like, I need like actual yeah. water. This is just gonna choke me. I just got a block of ice in this cup. Like, there's no water left in here, and, and it won't melt because it's a Yeti cup. So it's just gonna be in here for days. I I even had tea in this cup, so I had tea, and then like my chlorella stuff, and they're both gone because I drank water. And mm, you take some of that green stuff to Dragon Con with me. Because if I'm going with Travis and Audie and Travis's friend who I haven't met yet, then I'm gonna probably make mistakes. If you give a mouse a cookie. I, I yeah. really do want to like fly down. You should and figure hang it out. out how to do it. Garlic, I would like to do a show. Make room. <laughs> make I am here now. Well, you're not on the program. I am here now. <laughs> I wonder if I could get away with that. Just, I would like to try. I'll even put makeup on. Woo! You have 30 minutes in between one show and the next one, and you're going to be like, I am taking the space. It is <laughs> mine. Just, this is mine now. Who, who are you? Are you Amanda? No. <laughs> I am coming Amanda to the show. In the cut closet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Travis is doing what you haven't seen during the con. Oh, snap. I'm going to be there. I'm oh, coming. that's awesome! Hey, you should you should save uh, your Twilight for that. Oh yeah, Twilight you haven't seen. That's what I'm talking about. Show uh, show Ender. I was reading the headline on the no. It's been a long time. It's been a long night. Uh, hey, I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, <laughs> consider giving it a review on your favorite podcasting service of choice. Five stars, ten stars, eighty-seven stars. I don't know what the scale is. Just max it out. Put it all the way to the tippy tippy top. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and X. I don't post there i don't know why that's in the notes anymore like i gave up on social media i'm not a good marketer i don't know how to do it i post things no one sees it and it just causes me a lot of emotional strife so you know what i quit i'm done i don't do Yay! it if you know we about the show you. if you know about the show great if you don't know about the show i i, I don't know how to find you I'm so sorry it, about your loss <laughs> here we are yeah i don't i don't care uh tip us if you like the show and you want to give us a tip you can do that tutorks.net slash tip or you can support us all the time patreon like our patrons hammerdorf jesse og Audie, norman and my mom uh who i uh, just got a check for the patreon stuff today and it goes straight into supporting the web servers and stuff polar bear it's all over there it's all that I money the polar bears helps us take care of that polar bear p-o-l-l-e-r uh like a pole I'll tell you about my new... I'm not going to tell about it on the air. I'll tell you about a new project in a minute. Uh, okay. Words of wisdom. <laughs> We're going to leave you with this from Alexander Dumas, who is great. Dumas. That's uh, Hey, he wrote the Three Musketeers. Three Musketeers, Count of Monte Cristo. He's great. Uh, he says, happiness is like those palaces and fairy tales whose gates are guarded by dragons. We must fight in order to conquer it. Man. Master of the human, human language. I almost said human language. It's English. Uh, and he was French. I don't know what to. You know what? Now's a good time to stop. Uh, I love you all. Thank you guys for hanging out. Thank you for hanging with us. And we'll see you next time on Horseshoes and Hand Grenades. Bye. Bye.